Hello and welcome to Off Piste, where we try desperately to stay on topic as we talk about pop culture's biggest questions. I'm Neil Whitehead. I'm Dan Luck. And I'm Rebecca Carter. And this week... Which character would you life coach? Life is hard, and sometimes you need someone to support you through the difficult times, you know? The times where you don't feel like being your best self. And you just need that little bit of support to help you. Are you even eating an avocado <laughs> while we're recording? Yeah. I'm hungry. And there was an avocado. You need a life coach. No, I disgraceful. I'm so hipster, guys. It's like the gooshiest food to eat while you're recording as well. Why? It doesn't make any sound. It's not like I'm eating a packet of crisps or something. She said noisily. <laughs> I did hear a mild, mild Goosh. squelch when you stuck the spoon in a second ago. No, no. No, no, no one wants to hear your gooshy fruit. <laughs> gooshy. Anyway, so you were saying about life coaches. I yes. just think that sometimes the characters in fiction could do with a little bit of support. I just think that they need help. Almost every fictional character has some weird hang-ups. And mm. I think that we are the guys and girl to support them in their time of need. I do need a life coach myself, but I'm going to do my best to okay. Who are you be gonna a help? life coach for Danny Rand, the Iron Fist. The, Iron the immortal Fist. Iron Fist of Kun Lun. Right, the thing that gets me about him saying that all the time is that no one knows what Kun Lun is. No, and he just assumes that And it's meant to be a secret as well? Like, you don't advertise that. It's like uh, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee, yep, Bruce Lee. (laughs) (laughs) Like Bruce Wayne walking around and just telling everyone he's Batman. And the thing is, he knows that Kun Lun is a secret, right? Yeah. Yeah. So why is he just saying Kun Lun's fucking every time? I I don't mind him advertising the secret city because he's sort of a fuck. But I don't understand what he thinks it's going to mean to anyone. Like, why anyone would care. Yeah, exactly. Because he knows that no one is aware of it. Okay, so he was a child in normal society. Yes. I mean, fair enough, you're a child. The age of 10? No, like like 19. No, no, no. Because, like, he was on the the plane and his mum got sucked through the roof. That's not how planes work, but yeah. Yeah, That's what they show. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So um, how old do you reckon he was? Twelve? Something like that, like eleven. Maybe? And then he was trained in the art of being a complete cop. <laughs> by by I mean, monks. That's in his, certainly in the what it looks like in the Netflix show. I mean, yeah, there there were monks mm. that just like trained him to be a complete cock. Yeah. There's no way that you could be that much of a whiny piss baby <laughs> without being trained. I think it would be nicer to put it in that he needs some emotional support. In how to deal with certain situations. I think the term whiny piss baby is fairly reasonable. I think that's the scientific term used in the... I I, I spoke to a psychologist friend of mine who was like, oh, that's a whiny piss baby. Mm. Fair enough. Wrote it down and everything. Mm. Just signed it off all real nice. Um, So how are you going to help this whiny piss baby? What kind of exercises are you going to take him through? Well, he needs a lot of, like, social interaction uh, coaching, first of all. I mean, with my drama background, I feel like... I could help him with that by having him pretend that he is not a whiny piss baby. Oh, pretend. Pretending. He can act like someone who's not a fuck. Yeah, exactly. And then once he masters that, then that just kind of becomes second nature. I mean, that's how most of us get through life. Exactly. basically, your personality is trash. Have you tried getting another one? Essentially, yeah. It's kind of like a workshopping. 
sort mm. of process. We'll we'll try him out with a, a bunch of different personalities that isn't whiny piss baby and just see which ones work. What, what Does pers- he need anger management or is he just whiny? I can't remember. He's got a bit of a temper. He's he, very easily wound up. But he doesn't get like, ah, angry. He just goes, eh, angry. <laughs> the <laughs> face you pulled then was like he was just straining for a slightly awkward poo. And that's a uh, face that like often of, yeah. pulls. <laughs> um, so what personality, if, we, if we're just assuming that you're going to rebuild Danny Rand yeah. from the bottom up, Mm. What personality are you going to give him? What do you think would suit him? This is the thing. Like, to be honest, anything that isn't... Whiny Piss Baby. Whiny Piss Baby is an improvement, Yes. So, just, you know, maybe just a little bit more laid back, I think. Not so kind of So maybe he could just be have the personality of Charlie Day. Maybe something like that. That's not an improvement. And that's what you do. (laughs) Maybe a little bit like that. That could be one of the workshops. And then he might discover things that he doesn't like about that person. He needs to not do. Teaching him how to enjoy life. Yeah. Would be a start. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's always on. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, even in his downtime, he's training. Like, he never... I don't mind him training the martial arts, but it's just the fact that he's never, like... It's the fact that he's... Yeah, but he's always angsty. He's always thinking about something and stewing on some kind of When he was doing meditation in the show, why was it always to, like, hip-hop? Because that's cool. It Daniel. didn't. It didn't fit the aesthetic at all. Also, I don't know why. For a man that, that meditated a lot, he had very poor impulse control. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> constantly just constantly like, meditating and then completely flying off the handle. He's just dossing, is what he's doing. Yeah. He's dossing. Yeah. Oh, I just need to meditate, and then he just sits down and listens to hip hop. Yeah. I do that. Shit. I don't pretend like it's making me zen. No, exactly. So, this is one of the things that we need to work on. We need to Get work him to do some honesty. actual mindfulness meditation. Yeah. Like, it makes such I, a world of difference. That might be a start. Be like, okay, I know you think you're meditating. You're not. Mm. So maybe we could teach you how to meditate properly, and then mm. you wouldn't be such a fuck. Like, you're channeling your chi somehow. That's but good. It's clearly not through meditation because you listen to fucking hip hop. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with hip hop. It it doesn't gel with meditation. Also, the fact that he channels his chi like at random times. There's no rule. No, chi is Calvin Ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes he'll just summon the Iron Fist through not a particularly big amount of duress or anything. Just and then other times it's like, mm, no, I have to channel it. And it's I like, run out. I've got no more Iron Fist. It's like, uh oh, my hand's just a hand. Oh no. So you know, come on, Danny, we need to work on that. Also, I feel like potentially we could get that, um, the drunken guy in. The guy who's kind of like in the doorway. Do you remember that? Like he's trying to get, cause Gal's gone through the door and he's following her and there's that drunken guy who's just kind of like lounging in the, uh, doorway. Um, and then they have Are a bit of a fight. Charlie Day again? No, 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 I'm talking about, um, Iron Fist. The guy, he has a fight with him. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Drunken Master sort of thing going on. Have you seen and the then, Drunken Master? I, I That's say, a good I film. I thought you I've were gonna not. get the actual Drunken Master in. And no, that no, would no, be quite it's funny. It's Jackie Chan, it's fucking great. Mm, yes, it is Jackie Chan. Um, I, I know. <laughs> Thanks, though. <laughs> um, but no, that guy, and then after the fight, like, he, again, he loses control and just beats the fucking shit out of him. I remember and, that. Like, grinds his face to a pulp, and then he's like, is he dead? And, like, he freaks out about it, and You're then like, you like, did this? Yeah. Like, I, I hope he's not dead, though, because I liked that character for his, like, five minutes of screen time more than I did for Danny Rand for the entirety of that series. Danny Rand just has no personality whatsoever. I think it's amazing. The two things that Danny needs is impulse control and, like, thinking before he speaks. Hmm. Like, empathy. Impulse control and empathy. Yeah. It's like, what would I want the immortal Iron Fist of Kun Lun to do 
if I wasn't him. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Because you get what's his face, the the other guy who's wanting you need to, to be stop Iron calling Fist. people guys. The other, I've kind of because so much of shit was fucking forgettable in that show because everyone's so fucking wooden. Um, also, it turns out none of it's relevant. It yeah. doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Completely, at all. just he could have just appeared at the beginning of Defenders, and you'd still have the same amount of context, the same amount of information. Oh, he's a whiny piss baby who gets angry sometimes. Cool. Yeah. Um. Ah, uh, the the guy who. Do you mean the drunken master? No, I mean the <laughs> Jackie guy- Chan. No, I mean the guy who, um... You mean the Drunken Master 2 with Jackie Chan? <laughs> no. The guy who, who's, like, his buddy in Kunlun, and then, like, at the end is like, I'm going to kill him for reasons. You Jack- know, the guy! Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan, that's it, is that yes. racist? I feel like that's racist. <laughs> I don't think so, because I think the guy playing that guy was is black or It's startling something. how few Asian people there were. Yeah. In, there was in, an, no in an Asian-inspired story. Yeah. yeah. There was no reason for Danny Rand to be played by Finn Jones, who was probably the most miscast person alive. He's so well, wooden. Well, the, the sad thing, thing is that he wasn't given anything to work with either. He was being taught... Like, they were blocking the scenes as they were shooting them. Mm. There was no choreography. <laughs> they were literally like, oh, what do we do now? <laughs> I kind of thought... That was a long-ass strained noise I made there. It's good enough. It was good. Um, he needs to... Straighten up and fly right? Yes, he does. He, it's just... Oh, see, all I can think about is how he's, like... All I can think about is how much he annoys people. me. It's just frustrating yeah. me. And, like, one thing's, like, layering on top of itself like, even, in my mind. And it's giving me, just, like, a fucking I've, Even meltdown. the woman who is his love interest, he doesn't even react to her in, like, a normal he's, human he's, way. Until like, it's like, she was part of the hand, and then he just, and like, goes like, into okay, whiny piss baby yeah. mode. And then it's, it's, okay, let's bang. At no point is he cool to her, either. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, There's no reason for her to love him. In any, for, like, at all. Fair, that's a long-running problem in, in Hollywood media, where they're like, well, we've got to have a romance arc, but we can't really be bothered to write one. So they so, get the blankest woman possible. And at the end they the just script. fall in love and fuck. And yeah. you're like, but what? What? Why? Also the Meachums like poison him or drug him or something in like yeah. the first episode and do all sorts of like heinous shit to him and he's just like, I'm we, the Iron Fist. And then they're that, friends that's by the that. End. Yeah, yeah, they're friends I guess by the end. So, like, he needs to be taught what to get angry about and what not to get angry about. Yeah, he's got yeah. a lot of issues like that. I think socially. maybe he... This is going to sound stupid, but I think maybe some time in a monastery would help him. But like <laughs> a, a different monastery, a good one, a good one, like yeah. a bit of seclusion, a bit of quiet time, a bit of self-reflection, and like I feel like the upside to a monastery is that a lot of your social interactions are quite regimented. Mm. Like there's an inherent hierarchy, and you have to not be a raging asshole all the time. Mm. I think the best thing you could do as Danny Grant's life coach is to find a better monastery and be like, you like monks? Go. Yeah, yeah I think so. I think that yeah. would fix a lot of problems. I think also, so. Also, if nothing else, it would stop it being anyone else's problem. For sure. Like, the further he is away from New York, the better. Because, like, in Defenders, like, the Hand was trying to get hold of him so they could get the dragon skeleton or whatever they were fucking yes. doing. I don't yeah. know. Well, they were trying to destroy Kanlan. But it was already destroyed. What happened in that show? <laughs> I literally cannot there, remember. There was a dragon skeleton, for sure. They were going to do something with it. There was a hole. There was a big fucking hole. Big hole. Bad guys getting fucking established and then thrown away like they were nothing. Um, yeah, they were like, we've got five fingers of the hand. Oh, they're all dead. 
Yep. Okay. They're all schmucks. Doesn't matter. Cheers. And then Daredevil, maybe dead. Oh no. And then he's not. He's dead. not. And then not. Yeah. No. Like, if anything, like, okay, I was annoyed when they killed or seemingly killed Daredevil because I was like, there is no reason for you to do this. You're being a fucking idiot. And then it was even more improbable that he somehow escaped from like a skyscraper crumbling on top of him underground. Yeah. So that made me even more mad. That show wasn't very good either. No. The first five episodes were good. Yeah. And then it just was, tumbled Marvel a bit. Marvel have this problem. Once they started of, going down the hole. Marvel have this problem when they do their TV, with, with the Netflix TV shows at least, where they, it's almost like they're trying to cram two series and two stories together. But it's always the first the half. The first half good. is excellent. And then the second half you're like, mm. Mm. But then Defenders was shorter than like all of the other and series. And it didn't fix the problem. No. <laughs> at but, all. Because like, like, I started watching, um, Luke Cage a while ago. The first half of Luke Cage is Fucking when, phenomenal. When, mm. when Cottonmouth is the main antagonist, it's incredible. And then they introduce Was it Diamond uh, Diamondback, Back. and it's just nowhere near as compelling viewing. Diamondback yeah. is a very similar character to Cottonmouth, but yeah. without any of the charisma or history. Or subtlety. Yeah. Or interest. Yeah. And, it was just... and then he turns up at the end looking like an action figure. The good <laughs> thing about Cottonmouth is that he is, to a certain degree at least, relatable. Mm. You understand what he wants, and you understand why he wants it. You don't necessarily agree with that he should have it, but you're like, right, this is a guy that didn't have much growing up and is now trying to uh, acquire power for his community. Yeah. Whereas Diamondback is just like, I don't like Luke <laughs> I don't like him. I mean, why is he an effeminate... He's an European man. <laughs> European uh, man. Yeah, that's a very good question. <laughs> but like, that's the, the extent of his motivations. He's like, I don't like you, Luke Cage. You're my brother, maybe. And I set all of the first half of the season up somehow, for some reason. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, supposedly he was behind Cottonmouth Which or is something. Which is fucking like Financing dumb. him. Or, yeah. yeah, it just... Yeah. Well, uh, really, it should have been the other way around, yeah. really. Okie dokie. Rebecca's up next. So, I was thinking, I've gone down the lines of whiny crybaby as well. Mm. I don't think that's what we call it. Oh, sorry, around. sorry. Uh, whiny, whiny piss baby, I yeah, believe. Okay. Um, and another good example of someone who really needs some zen. Luke Skywalker. I know that's not your answer, but wow, that's he's in a that, Yeah, he's a whiny. <laughs> oh, wow. But so, yeah, someone similar. Cyclops. See, ah. Cyclops. Is a whiny baby, but he has good reasons. Like he's a he's a sad sometimes, boy. Sometimes, sometimes he has good reasons, but I feel like fifty percent of the time he doesn't. No, but he had a very difficult childhood, and everyone he loves keeps dying, then coming back again, and then dying again, and that's a stress. Sometimes from the future. Yes, sometimes from another universe. Sometimes his son turns up and is like, "Hello, I'm your son from the future." It's a stress. His life's a fuck, like yeah. a fucking mess. Well, yeah, but again. Learning to channel that energy, that sadness or that anger, into the correct situations is important. He had a secret, secret a brother. Secret? A, se- a secret? A secret brother. He, <laughs> he had a secret brother, and then another secret brother. Like, that guy doesn't know whether he's coming or going. He doesn't know whether it's asshole or breakfast time. <laughs> How many brothers does he have, then, in total? He's got two brothers, but he found out... But both of them were secret. They were both secret. secret. Well, one of them, um, he thought was dead... But then wasn't Charles, dead. Yeah, Xavier boop boop booped him to think he was dead. Because then, Charles be- Xavier is an arsehole. Oh, because Kra- Krakoa happened? No, no, no. It's different. No, that uh, was to forget the existence of a Native American X-Man. Yes, a uh, Oh, yeah, Wolfhard. Um, that was, he jumped out of a helicopter because his dad died. And it turns out he was with his brother Alex the whole time. Oh, yeah, Alex is um, Havoc, isn't yes. he? Yes, and then there's a third Summer's brother who does something else. 
I, I wouldn't pretend to know what, but there's another one who might be from the future. I don't know. Going by the name Winters. That's fucking garbage. <laughs> so you're saying I have, might have a place on the writing staff, is that what you're saying? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> the problem is that the, the stories in the X-Men have been going on for 60 years now, and mm. it's impossible to keep things making sense over that time. Yeah. They've had to wreck on well, The so third much one stuff. is Vulcan. Oh, yeah. Vulcan. Vulcan. So you've got Cyclops, Havoc, and Vulcan. And he... He does. Energy absorption and manipulation. Isn't that the same as Havoc? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I don't know but why. Havoc is in like rings or uh, yeah. something. I think that was just in Days of Future Past. No, he does in the comics as well, doesn't he? Oh, I haven't got a clue. Um, <laughs> I thought you were supposed to be X Men buff. I tried. Give me detailed <laughs> visual descriptions of each of the X Men's powers right now, please. Wait, the original five or? Sure. Let's use that as a starting point. Beast has very big feet. <laughs> That's basically it. Yeah. Uh, Miss Marvel is a telekinetic. Also. Professor X fancies her. Of course. Bobby Drake is a snowball man. <laughs> and he looks very, very bad. <laughs> Cyclops has beams of force that come from his eyes. <laughs> force. Well, he says it all the time. Um, Angel, he's got wings. They didn't sound all that amazing to start off with. Uh, also built out a bit. Well, they were the uncanny X-Men, and they are uncanny. That is quite uncanny. Dude with big feet, you know what? He's like, very good at him. American football. Yeah, that, when his his mutation like happened during a game of American football, and he burst out of his boots. <laughs> and that's like his his origin story. That's I was not embarrassed. Very dignified, yeah. I was very embarrassed of his big feet. That's why he went blue because he was trying to cure his big feet, and then he turned and he himself went into blue a cat man. It's a fucking weird. He would have, to be fair, he would have been like a Morlock otherwise, right? Like. Man with big feet. No, because he still had all the athletic powers that Beast has. Oh, okay. He just wasn't a He just didn't look like a freak. Yeah. yeah. He just had big feet. Yeah. Fair dues. Fair dues. Um, so back to Cyclops. Yes. There's, well, the problem is when things are going right for him, when life is fine, he's still whiny. That's because he's very sad because Jean Grey died. Or Professor X died. Or... Or Emma Frost died, or... Or his girlfriend from the future came back and died. Or his son from the future went back to the future. Or he travelled through time to meet an alternate universe Jean Grey and she died. Or a genetic copy of Jean Grey died, or... Jean Grey, right, (laughs) dies so fucking often. Yeah. And I get where they're going with, with the whole Phoenix thing, but eventually, surely everyone's just got to go... This isn't worth my time. The incredible yeah. dying woman. Yeah. Like, it's not... You stop forming emotional bonds eventually when someone keeps fucking dying. Or yeah. you stop caring when they die. You're like, oh no, she died. So, oh, it's Thursday again. <laughs> it's literally every time uh, something bad happens to Jean Grey in the comics, she's either about to die or about to go evil. <laughs> Those are the only things she does. Can't you just have, like, a normal week? No. Like, relatively speaking... In the uh, X-Men universe. I her, like just go on a mission and it goes okay. Her normal week involves her being dead, I think. <laughs> it's pretty, it's weirdly misogynistic, actually, to be like, we want to keep killing women, but we haven't got that many women. So, just so we'll just kill the same it. one. Yeah, that's not good. Especially because the first time they did it, it was really cool. Like, the Dark Phoenix saga is a really cool story. That's the main one that I know about. I feel like the main one that most people know about. Yeah, but then they were like, that was a cool story. We'll just do that again. Let's just do that 50 times. And again, yeah. Well, the problem, they wanted her to die permanently, which is why they were like, she ate a galaxy. (laughs) Um, And then when they brought her back, they had to, like, weirdly retcon so that they could get away with her not being the guy that ate a galaxy. How did they do that? So it wasn't... Her, that was the phoenix, the phoenix trapped her 
mind and body under Alkali Lake and then formed a new one that ate a galaxy. <laughs> that is some hot bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Comics are just hot bullshit. But I understand why, because they're like, we want to keep Phoenix, but there's no way we could write a story where everyone doesn't go, you killed billions of people. Yeah. Not even billions, like trillions and yeah, trillions and trillions. You're history's greatest war criminal. You know all the Meeks, not the Meeks, the fucking Korgs. Oh, yeah. They were killed by oh, what a bitch. by the Phoenix. What a bitch. Yeah. Oh, Outrageous. No. Oh, no, you killed Korg. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, fuck oh. off, ghost. <laughs> that movie's great. I'm it is. sorry. It is. Oh, it my is God, funny. the hammer pulled you off. <laughs> the, hammer, the hammer is my penis. Um, I can't believe we haven't talked about Dr. Horrible at any point in this podcast. Maybe we have. It's been a while. No, I, think I don't it's think been you have. I think it's been mentioned in passing. I don't think it's ever been an answer. Fuck, well, I've got my answer. I'm changing it. <laughs> I was going to talk about fucking, what's his name? Uh, Kylo Ren, but Dr. Horrible needs way more help. Okay, go on then, explain. So, have you guys seen Dr. Horrible Sing Along Block? I think so, yeah. Dr. Horrible is a quote-unquote supervillain. Neil Patrick Harris. Played by Neil Pat- Patrick Harris. He has a sidekick called Moist. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> who has the power to make things damp. Um, and he has a nemesis, Captain Hammer, who is invulnerable and super strong. Yes. He's the quote-unquote hero. Yes. He is also an asshole. A colossal asshole. Um, Play, played by... Um, Nathan Fillion. There we go. And he, uh, Dr. Horrible falls in love with a lady at his dry clean... No, at the, the laundromat. Yeah. Um, and that's wrong. You don't get to fall in love with people you've never spoken to. And you don't get to be upset if they then fall in love with someone else. Yeah, because he never actually speaks to her, does he? He never has a proper conversation with her. Yeah, he's just kind of like projecting. I think you're allowed to fancy someone you... and then get disappointed when they don't fancy you back right. and they go out there, with someone There's else. a limit to how strong your feelings should be before you've spoken to someone. Yeah. yeah. That's literally just objectification at that point. Yeah. Like, you're just for me for some reason. Yeah. You look good, so I must have you, is an awful way of thinking. Well, he is a yeah. supervillain, so... Yeah, but that's incredibly rapey. Yeah, I know. I'm not saying... He, I'm just he's saying not guys, machismo, the time-travelling <laughs> misogynist. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> is that going to be the new Marvel man crush? Yeah. I mean, maybe, just because I, I love the idea that someone must have pitched that, and they went, yeah, yeah. time-travelling misogynist. That's fucking great. <laughs> um... Also, I feel like Dr. Horrible aims to destroy the status quo so he can rebuild it better. Yeah. He's basically like a, a classic uh, dissident. Hmm. He's fucking bad at it. How does it end again? Doesn't he, like, kill he, him? He, he kills... He kills Captain uh, Hammer. No. No. He hurts Captain Hammer and he kills... Uh, the woman. Who has a name... Um, she's played by... The, the red-haired lady from the internet that everyone thinks is real hot. She has a name. I feel like I know who you mean. Is it the Mythbusters one? No, no. that's Carrie Byron. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I have to look this up. I know her name. Yeah, I know. It's on the tip of my tongue. She was in The Guild. Uh, Felicia Day. Felicia, Felicia Day. Day. He yes. kills Felicia Day with some exploding shrapnel from his freeze ray. Freeze ray. I knew there was some sort of freezing thing involved. Um, and then he joins the Evil League of Evil with the terrifying <laughs> battles. battles. With um, his terrifying death whinny. <laughs> Uh, I my favorite twist in all of TV and movies is when they reveal the bad horse is just a horse. I don't remember that. In the last shot of the movie, you, there's this panning shot of the Evil League of Evil, and it's got all these classic supervillains. And at the back, there's just a horse. 
And it's so good. It's so good. That's good. So I think he needs support in, like, he needs to, to be taught, A, how to think about other human beings. It's that empathy thing again. Empathy. People's I think skills. that's a yeah. big recurring thing. If anything, Cyclops has too much of it. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, so, he I, needs to turn it down. Turn it down. Well, Cyclops' thing is that he needs to take care of himself and not let the other X-Men bully him. Yeah. Because he, he's always like... Or, he supposed or to be... let the women overpower him. Well, he's always like, I want to go ride my boda- motorbike. And everyone's like, no, you've got to come teach at this school. You're like, no, Cyclops, you actually don't. <laughs> you can do things for you yeah, every now and then. Like, it's fine. Yeah. They're fine. Love. Isn't Cyclops kind of like, apart from Professor X, isn't he basically their leader? Well, when, I think Professor X is dead at the moment. Professor X dead, was dead he's for a bit. Died and a Cyclops times. ran, uh, the, the school. The school with, um, what's her name with the little dragon? Uh, Kitty Pride. Kitty Pride. She was the head. Well, they were like John Head. At one bit. point, he also, uh, ran an opposing school called the Jean Grey School. Because obviously, um, <laughs> of course, he called it fucking Jean Grey's Academy for fucking people dying over and over for, again. That doesn't yeah, fit on a sign for fucking people dying over and over again. <laughs> um, so yeah, now he's pretty high up. Uh, Magneto wants to get him to join the Brotherhood all the time. There's an episode of the animated TV show where they're on a, an asteroid called Asteroid M, and Magneto's like, "Don't you want an asteroid? <laughs> <laughs> it could be Asteroid C." Cyclops is like, "Not really." <laughs> I'm Not like, really, it reminds me of Gene. It's grey. <laughs> That's a fucking shit joke. Um, Just manic, depressive Cyclops. He is a bit... I think that he does need counselling. And I think that's fair, because he's had a lot of... He's his life's stressful. a lot of... Downs, not even just ups and downs. He's just had a, he's had a bad. Well, hand especially because his ups are usually followed by more downs. Yeah, like what? he's like, my girlfriend died, but she's back, but she's died again, but she's back. But she's gone evil. Are, are Cyclops' ups literally just whenever his girlfriend's come back to life? I think it's literally when things yeah. go Anything back, else go right for him? It's when things go back to the status quo. <laughs> it's like, as good as it gets. I just want normality. He's sad. Like, he's a sad man. I wouldn't want a life coach, Cyclops, just because I just get sad by proxy. <laughs> I think what he needs is not necessarily a life coach so much as a therapist. Yeah. yeah. He needs some serious counselling. He's a... And poor Cyclops. Yeah. I was so ready to make fun of him, but it's just... It's just a sad sack, What a sad boy. One of my favourite things, I can't remember which comic it's in, but he's stood on a boat and they're going across the sea. And in the astral plane, Emma Frost is fucking him. So he's being This is mindful. while he's still going out with, with uh, Jean Grey. Yeah. Uh, so they are having brain sex. Um, and then she like severs the connection just as he comes. And I, I, Which means he's just got jizzy pants. I just love the idea of him stood at the prow of the ship, just it with a Magnificent big boner. And, and a him? little wet splotch. Yes, she, on the boat. she was on the boat. So he just stands there and just comes himself. To be fair, he is he is a fuck as well. Yeah. A fuck boy. Because he's always like, I would like to have sex with all the women, please. <laughs> and then gets real bitchy when they say no. And also, well, like he doesn't, he doesn't understand. Die. No means no. Also, yeah. he's a huge fan of rubbing his relationship in Wolverine's face. Yeah, and Wolverine's like traumatized as well. Yeah, he's the last person you want to piss off. Yeah, either. But like, also, just don't do that to people. That's not how you behave. Yeah, be cool. Well, I suppose so, he's got one good thing in his life, so he's gonna try and show it off as much as possible. Yeah. And then they inevitably die, and he goes back to being sad again. Well, apart from um, Jean Grey dies, but. Fucking Diamond Woman, what's her name? Emma Frost. Emma Frost. Emma Frost. She doesn't die, she just goes evil again. She's yeah. like, I'm evil, I've been evil the whole time. It's like, oh no, not again. Again. Um. 
Um, I, I think the problem is that he's just desperate for love. Yeah. Because his father figure keeps dying and all. Put him on Tinder. That'll do him. No. Grinder? Maybe. Maybe. Try, maybe. try maybe. men. Yeah. Yeah, Scott, you know. <laughs> try men is such a good answer to someone's relationship problem. Try men. Just Trade try mark. men. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I think something, something, Dr. Horrible also. I, I think we covered a lot of ground here. Danny Rand needs social coaching social and also conditioning. help. Yeah, help he, with his Danny impulses. Rand needs mindfulness meditation. Ironically, <laughs> um, Cyclops needs therapy. a therapist, and Doctor Horrible needs just think, some advice. Yeah, I think he just needs someone to talk over how he thinks about other people. Yeah, he needs a counselor, not necessarily to fix a specific problem, but just so he has someone to talk to once a week and get things off his chest. But also, I, I think he needs explaining that you know women are people. Yeah, and mm. you can't like you've got to be okay. Cyclops Maybe. also needs that chat. But Cyclops' problems are deeper seated. Like we, I've watched the Doctor Horrible prequel, and he had a rough time at high school. But who didn't? Yeah. Mm. Um, whereas Cyclops is like everything that can go wrong for a person has gone wrong for Cyclops. <laughs> His parents died. He's got. He found a new father figure, but that father figure is a a cunt, and b <laughs> keeps dying as well. And also, Xavier has made it abundantly clear that he also loves Jean, Jean Grey and wants to fuck her. And that's a problem. Everyone fucking loves everyone Jean loves Jean Grey. Yeah, Wolverine, Cyclops, Professor X. I mean, there are other women yeah. in the X Men. Well, there's not. I mean, Storm's got Black Panther, I guess, so she's yes, off the table. Storm's off the table. Rogue, Kitty Pride. Rogue Kitty Pride is with Cyclops. Uh, no, no, with the. Colossus. No, shit. Carry on. Ignore me. She's with Colossus. Is she? Yes. Yeah. Uh, or a child. Hmm? Well, like... She's either a child or she's... She, she was 13, yeah. and then oh. she was not 13, and then she was with Colossus. Okay. Uh, Rogue what? and Gambit are an item. Rogue and Gambit. That doesn't leave many other women. Yeah, she... But there are other men, women in the world. Well, that... That is the thing. But then, I guess the motivations for them not wanting to date Cyclops is that they'll probably die... If they do, yeah, just because his trauma seems to be eternal. Well, also, if he drops his glasses, piang. Yeah, that's a bad time. Um, did you see that joke about um, <laughs> trying to set up like the whole CSI, like taking off Cyclops? Um, it's like, oh, Storm says to Cyclops, oh, I heard you broke up with Jean Grey again, Cyclops. And he's like... Yes, I guess you could say that she's my... And takes his sunglasses off and then... Obliterate <laughs> Storm. Um, right, if you want to leave us a review, that'd be super, super helpful. iTunes, Stitcher, whatever. Write nice things about us on the internet. Or tell a friend. That'd be nice too. Or you could tweet us to let us know who you think needs a life coach. You could get us on Twitter. At Offpiece Podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. Or you can email us at offpiecepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next week. I am the immortal Iron Fist, protector of Kunlan. Where am I? What am I doing here? Who are you? Are you my coach? Can you help me, please? I'm, I, I'm the immortal Iron Fist. Get Did to I a tell fucking you this? monastery. I... <laughs> <laughs>